0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: This is the rockin' voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris, and it's time now for the Food Show. Every afternoon, we stop and we talk about food with whom we can ever uh, dig into uh, where I'm trying to say is to drag you into the studios and tell us all about uh, the things that we found in the restaurants that we have been going to.
2: We're digging our fork right in.
1: Ah digging right for you know that's perfect timing for you to say that. (laughs) That's uh, Allie Lofton who you just heard and she has she has adopted us in a strange sort of way uh, every week uh, or near to that she drops in on our show. She uh, kind of takes over as, a, as a sort of a, an extra host to this. Yes. And we've done this, I think this is our third or fourth time. Yes. And it's been a lot of fun, and we just shoot the breeze about all kinds of uh, items that might pertain to food, about cooking, and you know, all the things that we talk about all the time. And uh, I think you have t- managed to hear already that she is here.
2: Hi, Hi, everybody. There.
1: And also, it uh, should be known as the the uh, the
2: uh, oyster lady. The
1: oyster lady. I wrote it down differently. <clears throat> the no. oyster lady.
2: Hi, everybody. Tom, I mm-hmm. I am so excited to be here. Every time. <coughs> Excuse me. Everybody, I told Tom at lunch today. We had a fabulous lunch. We're going to tell you all about it later.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was good.
2: It was man. That was spectacular. Truly. Um, uh, I was telling Tom over lunch that I get so energized. This is this is the finale, the greatest finale, the crescendo to the end of my week. Boom, boom. Um, because it's such an incredible opportunity. You know, I am I am of the mindset to be transparent, and I am a bit of a youngin. Um, to the food business, to the food scene. And so Marianne grants me the opportunity graciously uh, to go to lunch with Tom. and Like
1: that's a real big uh, trade back or it, m- first of all, my, not much it's worse for that.
2: Because, y'all, these incredible snippets of history and information come out of Tom's 40 years in this business. And I feel... I feverishly write down and sketch, as long as I can get my hands on a pen, on basically any restaurant menu, the different things that we talk about, because it's incredible what just what just spills out of his mouth about the, the history <laughs>
1: it's amazing all and
2: um, the history and the information of the restaurant industry but the restaurant industry here in New Orleans we had a spectacular time so I, I always like to start the show um, thanking Marianne and Tom for letting me come here and just absorb oh you don't have to thank us. Uh,
1: you don't have to thank us but you do have to absorb
2: yes because
1: uh, if you don't absorb where will it then go? Where will it go? That's exactly the words I was about to Barely give you. And, and here we are, and there they are, and now what?
2: And, Tom, I'm, I'm embarrassingly a nerd of this show, and I want to show something to you really Uh-oh. quickly. These are the notes that I sketch to myself she's, all she's week. Got-
1: all of this is chiseled in stone, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> y'all, y'all, I'm holding up this piece Something. of paper. I have this. I have this um, notebook sheet of paper because I'm such a nerd of the show that I write down um, questions and and ideas that I want to talk to Tom about. Um, and we never get to all of them, but it's so exciting for me. I literally have this kinetic energy just vibrating through my body. Y'all probably noticed it the first time I came on with Tom. I was maybe a bit overzealous. I was mm-hmm. a bit overzealous, so I'm trying to tame the zealousness. Uh, <laughs> why
1: would you want to detain the zealous? De- <laughs> de- wait, wait, what was it? The zealousness. <clears throat> the zealousness. I don't know. Do you do you have an explanation for this?
2: I, I think I'm just... I think I just get so excited. I'm a history buff, and all this history lives inside Mm -hmm. your brain, so I get so excited about coming and asking you questions of this (laughs) sheet of paper you call. It's sketched all over, y'all um but hi um yes the oyster lady and um i'm so hey, excited lady, to be here with tom
1: w- would you explain what you mean by the oyster lady and go into detail okay, all right, and, okay. and i'm going to walk over there to get something i left of yes, it okay yes. all right I'm and with... and then we'll you know
2: yeah yeah all yeah right. hi everybody Allie loft the oyster lady i have um self-coined uh, that name um, because in my business, which is the ceramic oyster shells, I um, I am out meeting people. Maybe I'm just going to dinner with my husband. Um, maybe I'm out with friends. And, you know, as we do here in New Orleans, we get to talking and, um, we, you know, once we get past the highs, how are yous, how you're doings, um, we, we tend to delve into, okay, well, what do you do? And um, I own the business Loft and Oysters, which is a ceramic um, flameware oyster shell that we hand make in the city. Um, this in, is pretty
1: good, don't you think, my, folks? In so my
2: warehouse in Kenner.
1: She's found a way to um, uh, find, turn up with shells
2: we're just easing the process. <laughs> oh, that's it.
1: I, you know. Do you think uh, oysters have a little too much work to do? I uh, wouldn't so you want to ease them off?
2: Here's I have to be careful when yeah. I say this, Tom, because we do. There are people out there that are avid shuckers. Right? They mm-hmm. want to shuck.
1: Oh, they I don't know how they do it. To me that's that is truly hard work.
2: It really it, it is hard.
1: Shuck and oysters.
2: Now, it is it is rewarding work, right? You get something oh, in yeah. the end. That's it is right. rewarding work. Um, but it's just to ease the process. Maybe you want to have oysters in the middle of the week, okay? Maybe so. Maybe you want to do that. But the process of doing that with um, oyster shells that you have to shook is a little labor intensive. So we have just created a tool in order to make that easier. A
1: tool? But
2: that's it. The, the ceramic oyster <laughs> shell is your vessel. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's made of a special flameware, and so um, that basically means that you can put it directly on the grill, Mm. and it can stand up to the flames wrapping around the oyster shell, um, and the amount of time that they have to sit there in order to get that flamey, char-grilledy goodness, right?
1: Uh, well, it's something that is not easily uh, achieved because you know oysters p- pretty much resist to anything like that. Uh, well, they, they explode
2: they, because they absorb moisture. <clears throat> Real oyster shells, right? They mm-hmm. absorb moisture yeah. because they're porous. And that what's that's what makes them fragile. That's why they either crack or they explode or or whatnot. Um, and they go flying off. They go flying off the grill, or they lose all your stuffing and your and your juices. <laughs> so um, that's why we have. Are our shells. And we are certainly not trying to take away from the process of people who really do love the oh, process I, of shucking. That's I don't, not I, it. I
1: don't think you'll ever run into too many of those people. <laughs> they, they,
2: well, I've met a few. I'll,
1: I'll bet you have. But when, when you look in supermarkets uh, or help-wanted they, almost always they're looking for sh- oyster shuckers
2: Because it's work
1: it's, it's a lot of work It's, it's a lot work. of work I've, I've done it and I know
2: So so it's just another option to make the process easier But when I meet people out And once they make the connection of who I am Which is back to how I got this name um, Is they usually kind of cock their eyebrow And snap their fingers And they say, oh yeah you're the oyster lady, <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, fine. I'm the oyster lady." So I'm Allie, the oyster later lady. Any of those here with Tom Fitzmorris, Mr. Food, who he's we, been known. We fooled known, another
1: one here, folks.
2: <laughs> who's <clears throat> been known as that for quite some time. And Tom, I'm I'm gonna be a nerd, and mm-hmm. you stop me whenever you want. But okay, I. I have questions for you, All as right. I normally do. Because Normal
1: questions, ladies and gentlemen. I
2: am, I am interested in um, your input on these things. Um, but I wanted to ask... If there is anybody out there that is a new listener, okay, I love our regulars. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love our regulars. I love Greg. I love Gregory. I love Steve. I love Steven. I love hearing from all these guys. That's
1: quite a uh, list you have there. Yes.
2: Ron, the gourmet waiter. I know what's wow, up, Ron. listen to this. I know you're listening.
1: We have somebody who listens to our show and actually pays attention to yes. it. Wow. I mean, so this is very Im- impressive.
2: I love our regulars because they have a vast amount of knowledge In this city, Uh, Ron called in. uh, I think yesterday and was talking about shrimp at restaurant. That's right, we were. And Ron, yes, I agree with you. But if there is anybody out there that's a newbie, maybe you just found us. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, you just moved to the city and you're trying to like really absorb, um, you know, the food scene, and you found Tom and you started to tune in. Call us and introduce yourselves.
1: Sure, why not? I mean, uh, and what we do around here—it's it's free, you know, of course, and uh, it brings a, a lot of pleasure to your your eating and dining and uh, dining out and all that. But it, particularly if you're going to get the shucked oysters, and you then need to have something to 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 cook them, basically, mm-hmm. and these things really do that job.
2: They do. I mean, it. I've,
1: I've got the—I think I've got a dozen of them. You do. And th- how'd you know that?
2: Because I gave them to you.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, th- well, that would explain it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, But you have these uh, ceramic oysters, and you put them on kind of a rack-looking thing, and then into the oven, and you put the oyster uh, juices and also the— Or uh,
2: on the grill, on if you're the firing grill. up the grill.
1: Yeah. And away you go, and it, it comes out at the other end just perfect. So and,
2: I want to hear if anybody is out there that just found you. That just started listening to you. I want you all to call up and introduce yourselves. I, who was the I lady? Fu- I think I found him. I think he's <laughs> this guy. Tom's going to do multiple voices. He's going to pretend to be different people. Who was the lady that called yesterday about the granola? I thought that was a great recipe.
1: Uh, that was an interesting recipe. I don't because remember first, her name, though. I never. Uh, hey,
2: per- hey, hey, gal who called and gave the um, granola recipe. That was fabulous. I'm going to put starting putting cashews mm. in mine.
1: It was uh, it was an interesting idea. I've never thought about putting uh, anything like that uh, together. I mean, it, to me, this was something you open the box, you eat it. Period.
2: Yeah. Well, but but,
1: but Nana- I loved
2: the idea. She gave she gave the recipe. <laughs> she talked about um you know not having maple syrup on hand to to you know flavor or or season um you know the grains with um and she talked about putting cashews in them and i've never put cashews in mine before so i thought that was great so i'm just saying if there's anybody out there that's a newbie call in and introduce yourselves let us know what you've been loving to listen to let us let us know what you'd like to hear more about i i'm about to delve into some things i've been sketching out all week for tom um because I think and and this first thing I'm gonna bring up Tom mm-hmm. because I'm interested in I
1: have a piece of paper okay. to match you off
2: I have I have outlined it expectations and etiquette dining etiquette
1: oh you know we have a whole book of etiquette we do? around here it's actually it's not around here it's been my studio at, at home oh okay but it's a, it's the the uh, the rules and regulations as far as uh, the, uh, oh, what was her name? She, uh, huh? Who? Oh, Miss Manners. Did you ever uh, see her book? No. Miss Manners. Oh, you got to get a copy of it. Wait, if, Doug, if,
2: why can't I hear you well? I want to hear you better. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. But anyway. It's called Miss Manners. Miss Manners. And she tells you – gives you all the accepted um, – Okay.
2: Well, maybe you have her – maybe you remember some of her things. But I want to tell you some of the scenarios that I have been um, – I have experienced lately. Mm-hmm. And and I'm interested how your approach to this yeah. um, would play out. Um, and if anybody's out there and, and they hear – you know, they're listening to these, these items and you – you have similar experiences, let me know. Um, because
1: nobody, nobody does any itic- <clears throat> excuse me, etiquette at home in, uh, anyway.
2: No, there has to <clears throat> be. Excuse me,
1: I'll get that out of there. There
2: has to be. Okay. So the first one is, I'm cooking at home for a couple of mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. Okay. And this, uh, this thing actually happened to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I was cooking fish. And my husband and I felt that we we didn't cook it precisely to our expectations. Okay. Yeah.
1: And what made you say that?
2: Um well, we felt like you we could, overcooked it. You
1: could throw it through a plate gas, glass mirror. No, that- we
2: <laughs> felt like we overcooked it. It ah, was flounder. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, well, felt uh, li- we felt like we in fat, overcooked so, it. Yeah. Okay. So right, so it cooks fast, right? Not a lot of fat, so it's gonna mm-hmm. cook right up. Um, and it's a flaky fish. So we felt like we overcooked it and we were cooking it for friends. What is the appropriate response? Do you throw yourself in- into the sacrificial pit and tell them <laughs> that they're not, it's not cooked to your mm-hmm. expectations, yeah. it's not cooked to your standards, mm-hmm. in case... They indeed feel that it is also not because we're food people, right? We're trying to do the best job we can. So, do you throw yourself into the sacrificial pit and, and well, admit? What, what, what,
1: I mean, I don't, I don't understand the sacrificial pit.
2: Like you w- own what, up to it. Hey, I, guys, I think we screwed this up.
1: Oh no, absolutely. You, you, you if you have you to do him. that, you, you just tell them. So, I'm sorry about this. I walked away for two minutes. You know how shrimp can be. And they were just like, (laughs) just a little dry. I don't think you'll mind though. Here. And I put a little extra sauce on it. But
2: But, do you think mm. you're setting yourself up then at that? Oh, do we have to go to break?
1: No, no, heck no, no. No, no. Everything's fine. Okay. Just keep going.
2: So, but what if it's okay for their? expect okay for their standards and now you're you're priming them and basically like getting them worked up to think that it's bad mm-hmm. what if you just keep it to yourself and maybe oh, they'll no, like no. it no
1: i would always say because somebody <laughs> okay, is going I'm to be gonna thinking it and they're going to be <laughs> they're, they're going to say uh you know oh gosh you know and, and I, I say uh, you know beat them to the to the punch uh, and, and say hey listen tom you know, are you,
2: you honest to a fault Am I who honest to a fault?
1: Uh, like you're I'm, always honest. I'm I felt like
2: Marianne. To, uh,
1: Mar- uh, to, to, to quote my wife. Actually, she never said this, but she should have. Always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, wait. What was your original? Uh, are you
2: line? honest to a fault? Okay.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, her her line would be, "Tom, are you honest?" <laughs> yeah, that's just a joke to Here everybody. You. And then I, I can't help it because because
2: remember, she and I. We're we're talking. Um, well, we were talking a, a conversation that she had brought up about walking into a place and feeling like it was dirty. Right.
1: I'm going to ask you to put that on hold for okay. a second because it. it, we have to take a moment here of uh, of this and that, and then more of the food show follows. So stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you. you know, I I, I would uh, uh, scat sing all day long if I could, but of course, num- numerous people will make sure that I.
2: Yeah, well, it's not really a language that we can communicate in,
1: but I do like it. Louis Armstrong was pretty darn good at it. He was. Oh, the best. Hey, everybody. Let's see. This is the food show, and joining us today, and uh, we're very happy that she is here, Allie Lofton, also known as the Oyster Lady, and uh, what she does for you, and I know if if you do oysters at home, if you do grilled oysters or any other kind of oysters really, and you're looking for an easier way to do it. Listen to this. This is just great. You buy a set of these things. I yep. think they start off at what eight of them. You know,
2: you get twelve. Twelve. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. and you uh, you get your your dressings and your or your toppings. your sauce and your toppings. You put all your oysters into this thing. You've you've shucked them, of course, but you put them. With the top open, and then you put some of your sauce in there, and then you shove the whole thing into the into the oven, pretty hot, huh? Would you say about three seventy-five or there? Oh,
2: hotter if you really want to char. If you like, if you want to broil it, like I would kick on the broiler to do the cheese. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna top with the cheese, and you want to get it all crispy and crunchy, Mm -hmm. Um, because typically your sauces are already. Cooked, yeah. you know, they don't need extra cooking. You're just trying to kind of char your mm-hmm. cheese on top. Um, you just throw them under low broil, yeah, and just broil them for eight, ten minutes maybe, and get everything all nice and, and gooey and charred, and then you're ready to go. You're you're getting down to business.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, that's uh, that's the beginning of it.
2: But I was and asking Tom. Yeah um well w- tom wait, i'll he, go i'll go get him yeah no yeah. You, no i want to talk to this tom mm-hmm. um before we went to break about um etiquette dining etiquette and i was explaining that i had a situation at my house where my husband and i felt like we had slightly overcooked our fish mm-hmm. and i asked tom what the appropriate um response would have been or uh, you know, are we supposed to tell them, like, uh, explain that we felt like we slightly overcooked it? Maybe it's not the best of the best that we could offer, but uh, you know, our our sincerest apologies. And Tom said, "Yes, tell them mm-hmm. because you want to be honest."
1: Well, sure. I mean, uh, I don't think there's any advantage in saying, "Oh, look, this is this is just some fool's idea of a joke on me," and so you know. Just no. You have to tell. You have to tell what has happened in. But
2: maybe their expectations aren't your expectations. Well, maybe they would it, think it's great.
1: They're probably not. Uh, they're probably probably going to be like that to begin with.
2: Has this know? ever happened to you? No. <laughs> no, no. Perfect. That somebody.
1: No, that somebody put something. Uh, in, that
2: no, that you've messed that, up. That oh,
1: I've all the time. <laughs> All the time. No, really. At
2: th- oh, first, I thought you were saying that you're perfect and oh, you never no, messed up no. a dish. Oh no, no, I would,
1: I would be the last uh, one to do that. And uh, so I'll, you've
2: owned up to it, and you're like, "Listen, guys." Yeah.
1: Well, what else? You know, you just can't. I not- think
2: I've messed this up.
1: Oh well. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely move on and and tell everybody, "Hey, I I did this." this okay,
2: is- I think I'm gonna yeah. lie.
1: You think, think you're going to lie? Gonna, I think I'm going
2: to talk No, I, I, I don't think all. that,
1: you know, they're going to get catch up on you sooner or later. So you bet, may okay, as well go fine. ahead and do it.
2: Fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. So so you're going to be honest and you're going you're gonna to throw yourself onto the sacrificial pit mm-hmm. and tell them, hey, I think I messed this up, guys. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Do we have a caller?
1: I don't know. Do we have a caller? Uh, yeah, we do, actually. Uh, Ellen, welcome to the food show.
0: Thank team. you very much. Thanks, um, Allie. Nice to uh, nice to meet you. Uh, Hi, I, I Alan.
2: How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Um, I uh, Marianne calls me the uh, gourmet transplant. I think I'm, I'm up here in Seattle. <laughs> yes,
2: in Seattle.
0: Yep. Uh, Marianne has a sister uh, right outside of Seattle in Boston.
2: Yes. That's
0: like, I better not give any more info because uh, I don't want people, you know bugging her but no i'm kidding I, I don't know where she is in bottle but i'm calling because um i agree with tom uh I do tell people um and it happened to me fortunately it was, uh, I was oh tell us a, what happened well it, it that the, it, the audience was just my my wife and she does have high expectations because i usually do a very good job she she loves my cooking oh but, hey. uh, so i
1: well, lucky you!
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> uh, she doesn't like uh, fried, uh, when I fry oysters. Um,
2: oh, what do and, you use? What's your combination? I'm curious. Do you use like a cornmeal or a breadcrumb? What's your preference?
0: There is, there's a. It's called Louisiana brand, and yes. being up here in in in, in uh, Seattle, I, I, there's a place that sells it. So you're familiar with it,
2: yes, sir. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, it, yeah, it's a. Um, uh, now, I, I change it up a little bit. I do add a little more cornmeal to it. I I, make, I use that as a base. And we then add, I add to a little ours cornmeal. as well. Yeah. But it works out very good. Um,
2: so what happened?
0: Well, well, back to the fish dish. I overcooked it. It came out mushy. It was mush. It was, um, yeah. But don't you feel
2: like it's different with your wife? Don't you feel like you have to own up to her and be like, I screwed this up, oh,
0: baby? Oh, I'm going to be, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Totally. Yeah. I said, Gina, I I overdid it. You know, I overcooked it. Uh, That said, well, and then, of course, you know, we ate it. Um, Of course you do. Right. Because you're not
2: buying something else after you just spent all that work cooking.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. It's just the consistency, the flavor was still there it's just like oh it's just a little you know i probably disliked it more than she did but
2: okay alan what if you're cooking for friends though and it's not your wife who you've been married to for 30 years that you know is going to call your bluff what if you're with somebody and like maybe their standards aren't your standards
0: i would have a that's a given i I, I would have especially with fish uh, i would have a backup
2: no, <laughs> no would, I mean, no, that's
1: I, I think that's a legitimate. Uh,
2: <laughs> oh, no, I yeah. got to get better then. <laughs> I got to do better, well, Alan. Let me say, let me say
0: a uh, uh, backup for me. I always have pretty good leftovers okay. from uh, a night or two before. That's a fair
2: and, statement. OK. Uh,
0: yes. For example, yeah, I made I made a shrimp creole and um, that last that lasts three or four days. Uh, but I'm going to still cook a night or two after I make the shrimp creole. So I will have leftovers. I, I, and I even said to Jean, I said, you know, we do have some, you know, some shrimp creole in the fridge. And she said, no, 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 this is, it's not, it's not that bad. <laughs> she was but nice about it. She was very nice about it.
2: <laughs> that's a good, um, that's a good partner.
0: And let me say, I'm, I, I bought your, um, your shelves, your you ceramic did. Uh, shelves. Have
2: you used them yet?
0: I did. Okay, uh, please
2: give me your honest opinion. I'm always looking for feedback.
0: Well, let me just say it was it, uh, it was very good. I did it in the oven uh, under a high heat for yes. like you say about it must have been a close to 10 minutes.
2: Okay. And
0: I didn't not nothing special. It was parmesan cheese, a little olive oil, butter, parsley, and garlic.
2: Okay. And are and, you using uh, are you using West Coast oysters?
0: Um, yeah, I, That's all I can get. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Northwest, Pacific Northwest oysters, um, well, I agree with Tom. There's nothing like Gulf oysters. Aren't I they a little
2: sweeter? Aren't Northwest uh, Coast a little sweeter?
0: They are. They vary in size. Uh, you can go to the market, seafood market, and get. Uh, they come as medium size, large. No, medium to me is large and extra small. Okay. just those two though either extra small uh the extra small work for me um they fit very nicely into the ceramic uh, shell okay um so i'm looking forward um we're having believe it or not it rains a little bit up here in seattle no kidding uh, <laughs> so uh even though we had a glorious summer summer was the summers are always fantastic up here uh in, in nice nice well, beautiful weather uh, so as soon as I have a, uh, I think it's not supposed to rain tomorrow. I'm going to bust out the grill and throw
2: those babies on there.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm looking forward to that.
2: And but, and uh- look on our look on our Pinterest page for some different recipes. Your what? Our Pinterest page.
1: Pinterest?
2: Pinterest or our website. Pinterest is like a food pin board for recipes. Mm. Um, Or our website, Alan. um, We have some incredible um, different kinds of recipes if you're looking to kind of like mix things up. We have the traditional ones too. Bienville and Rockefeller and Drago style. But we also have some excellent ones that are with sriracha or Ah. chipotle adobo peppers. So, if you're looking to kind of like kick it up a notch, if you like spicy, um, there's some really good recipes. But I would love, love, love your feedback on on how they work for you.
0: I'll do that. Matter of fact, your shelves came in a a beautiful brown burlap bag. Yes. uh, And there was um, a little tag in there, and I think it it gives the uh, website uh, information. So um, I have set it aside, and, and schools. I work in a school, so uh, I've been busy since uh, the kids are back and everything. But I'm going to do that probably this weekend. Excellent. Into, uh, to that, but um, thank yeah. you so
2: much, Alan.
0: Oh, you're welcome. It was uh, nice to. It's great to, to be able to talk to you. And um, hey, Tom. It's um, hey oh, it's, what? Oh, it's a pleasure huh uh, yeah <laughs> i sound like the uh, some of these guys from the old days when they call and say well all right then
1: all right then <laughs> that was uh, how you said goodbye on our show <laughs> no for a long time it was a lady who at the end of end of the call she she says all right then and then she would hang up
2: okay all right well i guess we have to go all right then because doug is is forcing us now
1: I, now uh, that, we gotta go all
2: right, go. All right then yeah. thanks alan thank you cheers man happy friday
1: Hello there, welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We have an unusual show today. It's one we've been doing every week or so for uh, a little while, and having fun with this. Uh, I have Allie Lofton here. She uh, also goes as the uh, the uh, oyster, oyster lady, lady. and uh, we are learning not just how to do the oysters in those gizmos that they sell, which are basically like uh, real oysters. They're, they're the, certainly the same shape. They take the same kind of heat. And you can put it in the oven, and you get these, you know, like the grilled oysters you now see everywhere. Everywhere you go, they're making grilled oysters. And here they are, and here's a way to do them yourself. And if you want to know about this, give us a call at 260-6368. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Thanks for calling in, Alan. I know, I know they're two hours ahead of us over there in Seattle. So he's probably um, still wrapping up his school day. I think mm-hmm. he's a school teacher. But thank you, Alan, for calling in. And if you're a if you're a new listener out there,
1: yeah.
2: call us and tell us what what you'll you've be been... surprised
1: at just how ridiculous this show is. Yeah, so, really. Uh,
2: you know what? But it's ridiculously fun because I have an absolute. Fabulous time listening to you oh, and Mary fun. Ann, Yeah. Um, during the week. it's Me and
1: Marianne together are <laughs> <or> something, huh?
2: <laughs> yes, you guys crack me you up. You would
1: think, after all these years.
2: Um, there's still a sparkle of laughter yeah, I, and fun. I,
1: I'm happy. I'm happy.
2: So... Oh, wait.
1: She's okay. not. <laughs> no, that's just a joke.
2: Um, okay, so we've been talking uh, about expectations and mm-hmm. etiquette when yeah, dining, right? And um, yeah, can I
1: can I add one to this? Yes. Okay. Please. To me, the worst one of all is you go out to eat somewhere, or you go to somebody's house, and they have uh, some oysters Rockefeller. You know, yes. Something good and hot. Uh, nice gumbo.
2: Yeah.
1: Nice steamy gumbo. Yeah. Uh, entree, uh, this will be a rack of lamb. Okay. Okay. And all of this put together. and
2: It's quite a feast. You're sitting
1: down, and the, the waiter, in this case, because let's just say it's a restaurant, or, but it could be somebody's home. All of a sudden, uh, the entire uh, production of this is dumped in front of you. Okay. And you have to decide, and this is how I put it to the waiters. I say, Okay. Explain this to me. We have here the orange, uh, orange juice-based duck, and we have the green onion banana, and we have uh, you know just a couple of other things. Okay. And I say okay. Now, which one should I allow to get cold first?
2: Oh, so you're talking about bringing food out bringing all at food the same out. time. All
1: at the same time, mm-hmm. which drives me crazy. Yes. It, it messes up so much good food. Right. It's, it doesn't cost anything extra to do that.
2: Okay, great point. And
1: not a lot of care. But do you, you know, sometimes I think that, that uh, both kitchens and front of the house people. They, uh, they don't have a sense of this.
2: That's a great that, point.
1: Yeah, I think it is. It,
2: well, it is because, because isn't, I don't know, you and I were having this conversation a couple of weeks ago.
1: We've already we, talked about this no, before? We, no, no
2: at, at lunch we were talking ah, about this. Yeah. And the point of the conversation, the focal point of the conversation, was that going out to eat, especially here in New Orleans, is about the experience.
1: Mm, oh, so yeah. So
2: why would you... Want to condense the experience by bringing all of the food out at the same time, which, you know, could be just exceptional. But when it's cold food, it's not. So why bring it all out at the same time, versus? bringing it out dish by dish you know on a mousse bouche with the appetizer then your entree then your dessert Um, you're supposed to extend it because the point of dining out is to have this great experience of food over time and conversation and and drinks if you if you want to have drinks to bring it out all at the same time is kind of to just take away from the whole experience in general Mm -hmm. so i i feel like i'm completely i i'm completely with you on that and that that's just kind of an an expected etiquette understanding
1: yeah it it says in some restaurants It's something that, you know, somebody must have told them about this at some time. You know, the manager of the place. But um, what does that tell you about the place? Right. Right. Well, you know, it's at this moment in the show. Actually, it's usually much sooner than this. uh, When I tell our hosts something that I should have told you at the very beginning, and that is we have that clock right there. Mm -hmm. You see what time it is. Uh, We, uh, for some reason, only have that one clock in this room. Uh, and it's the nature of radio that, that you need to know exactly what time it is all the time.
2: That clock is telling us. And what that to do
1: that clock is telling me that it's thirty four 4 thirty six. But anyway, we don't care about that too much. Uh, what I do care for is if you see me looking up there up up there at all the time, uh, please don't take it as an insult because when I do that, it's the only, I'm just You're finding out what what time it is and uh, and.
2: You know what uh, that uh, clock tells me? What? I have a whole hour and 15 another minutes with hour. you.
1: Well, gee, how, how will we ever do that? <laughs> well, we'll figure it out one way or another. Well,
2: because on my list here yeah. of all my nerdy things that I'm interested in asking you yeah. um, is, okay, I have another scenario. So, so folks, oh, oh. Um, what we've determined is that you're supposed to be honest mm-hmm. Yeah, (laughs) with your guests that eat at your house. Um, If you feel like you've messed up a dish, and Alan offered a great solution, he says he always has oysters. Or I mean, excuse me, he always has um, leftovers that Mm -hmm. he offers if he screws up a meal. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's honest with his wife if he's messed up. And I feel like Kyle and I are always honest with each other. Are you honest with Marianne when y'all have been cooking and you've messed something up?
1: Uh, what if you, you messed you up your be. ham? <laughs> oh no, I would. Uh, I would. Uh, I. Uh, I would own right up to that. I you really would own would. right I mean, up to like it. The last okay. one. The last one we did. Uh, Didn't
2: you do one when all the family was in town? Yeah. Okay.
1: And uh, one of the people who was uh, cooking stuff decided that my ham was uh, not cooked enough, or something. And, okay. And it was indeed, you know, just. Uh, it's exactly the way it should be. And okay. it looks funny because you do that uh, root beer glazed ham, and it gets to be black on the outside. It's yes. just the nature of the thing. Uh, and so they turned it back up again, and it just got totally dried out.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I guess you could blame that on yourself or or find somebody to blame it on. Yep. I, I, you know, the, the, bur, uh, the all the talk about... Um, Worrying about these things. Sometimes I wonder if it's even worthwhile. Okay,
2: though. so we're going to go with the yeah. golden rule, which golden is to be rule. honest.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: So we're going to be honest. All oh, right.
1: I, I, and then I honestly got to tell you then that we have to answer the phone.
2: Oh, okay. And, and it's
1: Sal on the phone over here. Sal, Sal joins us over here on the green phone. Uh, Sal, you hey, still there? My
3: favorite color. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm well, Sal. thanks for taking my call, and it's great to hear y'all. Um, you know, one of, the, one of my big pet peeves, and it happened last week, and I am going to talk to the owner because we're pretty regular over there, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to say who it is or yeah. where it is,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but um, one of my pet peeves, in addition to all of the courses being bought out at the same time, yeah. rather than yeah. appetizer first, then salad, then blah, blah, you know, in, in the right order as, as they become fresh, mm-hmm. is when they bring each of the people at the table's same course at different times oh yes oh my what god happened great to point us last week or a week or so ago anyway and i can't remember if it was last week or the week before but um it was like all right we realized the manager or the owner's probably not there so we're great gonna wait he's there and we're gonna go talk to him, and you know cats away mice will play kind of thing yep. and as my dad always said a business can't run itself you have to be there to run it and manage boy, it. boy isn't that the
2: truth i feel that make i feel that sure in my own business
3: that quality and service is always up to your standards not the person who you're right, paying right so the you're supposed to. to
2: jointly be experiencing each of these dishes at the same yes. time so everyone can stay the we same share. pace
0: <laughs> we share too
2: yes absolutely
3: you know, it's not just about Enjoying it at the same time. It's about enjoying each other's entrees yes. or appetizers mm-hmm. or whatever we have. Yep. And um, that was that, that's just what I wanted to add to that because you're right. When they bring out the salad and the appetizer and the entree at the same time, you're right, Tom. The question is, which one do you want me to let get cold? Yep. That's it. Or which one do you want me to let get, you know, wh- whether it's a cold dish that's getting warm or a warm dish that's getting cold. You, you you give me the choice, and I'll make it, I'll I'll do it for you. Usually, that sends a signal.
1: I'll will be in touch with you the first time it happens. I will. Yeah. What do you mean? Everybody's looking at me like I'm I'm being weird. No no no, no it's, it's
2: true. It's true. It's true. And, and, so then, and, what do you let then, happen, Sal? What what what's... Yeah, and
3: as I mentioned to Marianne and um and Tom a couple of weeks ago, and I think you called in as well. Um, that day, there's always a tactful way to say something you all are better at this than
2: me then i think marianne and i said that we were
3: just.
2: yes it was you you guys have it though like <laughs> you, you know have what, this grace about it you. doesn't
3: always have it doesn't always have to be you but chances are there is someone in your party with with some I don't want to say that you're not courageous or diplomatic, but more courage and more diplomacy that may have a little knack at doing it. And our producer Doug
1: just said, "What? What was that word? Abrasive." That's me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was you. that's
2: me. That's my personality.
1: Well, I would never have guessed that.
2: (laughs) No, Sal. Listen, it's you,
1: though. It's,
2: It's you. And it's, Tom, your delivery. When you called, you mentioned the carpet. It was Marianne asking yep. about um, things that are off-putting, like you walk in and something is That's just correct. like not right. You mentioned That's you. Correct. And Marianne and I said we would just make up a lie and leave. And you and I think Gregory and Tom said, no, 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 there's a diplomatic way to deliver this and it is the delivery that is
3: but i do but even as a business owner i think even you would agree that the business owner would rather hear about it than not.
2: Oh, you're absolutely right. I take feedback all day, just like Alan called in earlier, and I was like, really, be honest with me. I don't care that we're on air. I am always looking for ways to improve my business. I'm always looking for things that I can do better, because if you don't do better, you don't evolve. That's just it. Let me
3: ask you a question while we're on the air and while I have you on the phone. Where What restaurants use the product that y'all sell? Because I wouldn't, I don't know if I'll be able, would ever be able to tell the difference between a real oyster shell or a ceramic. Well,
2: if you, if you saw ours in person, um, Sal, ours, uh, so clay body is, is naturally red. It's an orange. Okay. It's an it's an orange on, um, almost a burnt orange uh, look. Mm-hmm. A burnt orange color. Right. So the back side of ours, because we don't use any coloring, um, mm-hmm. we don't use any dyes. That's what makes our shells all food safe. Um, okay. So the back of them is burnt orange. You know, natural looking uh, oyster shells are, are, are gray. Well, they're gray because they reflect the composition of the nutrients in the water. Right. That's what makes okay. them look that color. Um,
3: and, and correct me if I'm wrong. It's not allowed to reuse an oyster shell, but they correct. can use the oyster shell on which the oyster originally came. Correct. Ten years ago.
2: Open. So restaurants in right. New Orleans did do that. And about ten years ago, the um, the CDC, yeah, yeah, cracked down on that,
0: and they started
2: all of the food inspectors started going around and saying, "Hey, no, this is a natural living organism. You can never get rid of the bacteria. It doesn't matter what you do, how you do it, when you do it, how long you do it. Once bacteria is a living, growing organism in something naturally, you can never get rid of it." Um, so they started, crack- Wait, they started cracking it? down.
1: Hmm. I That's remember uh, when uh, it's important. Uh, all of that happened some years ago and uh, going to Antoine's and, you know, having them have to tell me, we just can't do them right now. You, you, you yeah. can't bake the oysters Rockefeller in the shell.
2: And actually, Sal, you bring up, so you all asked a question, I think this week or last week on the show, Tom. So on um, oysters, uh, remember the guy who called in about the Oyster Fest up? up north his oh, festival yeah.
1: the guy it, it was one guy he
2: wouldn't he he couldn't carry uh gold foresters that's right okay here's well, what he didn't
1: know it wasn't why? anybody leaning on him he said the business that, couldn't that the business couldn't he, he he it was his uh and and what this was was a uh, a competition of eating oysters cooking right. oysters all this and the th- Grand Central Station is where yes. it was. Yes. In the in the oyster bar there, which is down there on the third floor, second floor I think, and it's uh it's quite a place. But they were having this big uh, uh, competition, and so uh, they they had to be very careful about so their. Here's, so
2: why here's here's the real behind that. Yes. Yeah, so this is the, why they
1: said that o- golf oysters are completely uh, infected with something. Uh, that lives in the Gulf of Mexico. Okay,
2: so here's here's the, the behind the scenes of that. It occurs during the summertime when this bacteria is at its peak in the warmest waters of the Gulf. And so the seafood distribution companies here down in the south have a window of time. And Sal, it starts in May and it ends mm-hmm. at the end of October. And they grade mm-hmm. their oysters. They grade them A, B, C, D. And Mm -hmm. A oysters means that they have been pulled out of the waters immediately and refrigerated, which means they can transport them to the north or wherever immediately refrigerated, ensuring that the likelihood of this bacteria growth is at its absolute smallest. And then as you go up in the grades, B, C, D, that means that they've spent a longer time out of the waters only during the hot summer months, mind you. Okay. Uh This is, this Uh is the key only during the hot summer months is this implemented.
3: We're we're, we're kind of going back to that old wives tale of not in any month without an R. Depending
2: on how far they travel. That's the key. So if they're local here in New Orleans, right? They just pulled them out of the waters here. That's
3: it. They travel
2: super quick. They're refrigerated super quick, and they go right to the restaurants.
3: On the the oyster boats, as soon as they come up, correct?
2: Yes. So I actually just learned this while I was doing um, while I was doing interviews with the different seafood distribution companies here in New Orleans who wanted to carry our shells, and this is they educated me on this about four years ago. And I thought it was incredibly fascinating, but it's May to October. And it's because the distance in which those oysters have to travel mm. once they're removed from the waters increases yeah. the likelihood of this bacteria growth. So that makes sense. There is the it's, answer, it's, y'all. Yeah. And,
3: it's tough it's tough for our oyster fishermen, well, but it's
1: a decent yeah. answer. Well, you know, the oyster fishermen are doing pretty well now, mainly yeah. because of uh, you know, all of what's going but on. But when in you the cook lake. them,
2: it doesn't matter, yeah. right, Sal? Right. Because you're cooking yeah. them.
1: May I, may That's I have it.
3: One
2: more thing. Sure. Um, I have been to the West Coast
3: and um, yeah, have eaten at a place in, uh, right north of uh, the wine country called John Ash and Company. It's a really nice mm-hmm. restaurant that my wife and I went to on our honeymoon several, several years ago. And I've tasted the oysters out there. We're used to, and we consider great what we become used to and what we grow up on. But I will say that there's a sweetness and a different flavor. Yep. And I wouldn't say better or worse
2: different, in the Pacific just different.
3: oysters. And what they do is they bring it out in a really neat presentation on a rack, almost like what you find uh, in the barbecue shops, which mm-hmm. you put oysters on to do. And it's a it's a tiered rack
2: and yep, they seen it. put them
3: on different tiers you've seen it so and you get a dozen oysters but you get two of each of different of six different species oh i've of seen oysters. those yeah
2: and yes i love
3: it different flavor and and you know we also went we took our older boys about seven or eight years ago to uh washington dc and there's a place called hank's oyster bar in dc and of course those are East Coast, Chesapeake Bay and different yep. parts of the East Coast, they did the same thing. They bring this tiered up rack with about two or three different of uh, the same species until it makes the dozen or two dozen or whatever your table wants to eat. And each of those species have such a different flavor. And it was just really, my first experience was California. But then when, when we went to D.C., it was such a great new different experience to see that so many different species of oysters because i always thought an oyster was an oyster
2: hey sal are you local do you live local here
3: i do i do have you
2: uh, been to uh, seaworthy SeaWorthy. it's in the ace hotel tom y'all have been
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, said, that's an no, oyster. Seaworthy.
2: It has oysters from East Coast and West Coast. Phenomenal. Really? Hit up mm. their happy hour, 3 to 6. You're going to taste all varieties. It's, it's incredible. Pretty good.
1: It's for time that, for Natalie. the news. Uh, yes, we're going to come back. Care. We have more of the food Thank show. You, Sal. I don't know if we'll have more of this oyster stuff, but we might. You never can tell it's whenever we get started. It's Tom. It is my favorite food.